You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, bye Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Nightseen. With me, as always, is the king of the ring, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing, buddy? You shall now address me as royalty. My my apologies. Thank you, Saya. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for, for bestowing me this honor of being your co-host on this podcast, uh, Sire. Of course. Well, how how are you doing? Tell your people, tell your people, sire. How how are, how are things d- doing, sire? Quite regal. Quite regal. <laughs> I <laughs> I just I just like that sentence. Quite regal. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it's about it. Um, that's great. Uh, Mikey, are you? We, of course, in the real life WB universe, the King of the Ring is happening. Yep. In the real life tournament, are you a fan of the King of the Ring uh, tournament? I think it's cool. I think it's a nice way to have uh, to get some recognition toward people. That's not a title, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like a like a belt they have to go after or anything like that. It's like a it's a way to get a good give somebody a good rub without having to switch hands on a title a lot, which is cool. And it's a good way to like boost a guy up to the very least mid card. You know, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a good way to boost talent. Uh, but it's probably gonna be like Baron Corbin or something, isn't it? I mean, he no longer works at TGI Fridays, according to his wardrobe. <laughs> so he needs, you know, to, to do something at the very least. Uh, it's always a heel, isn't it? Like the King of the Ring is like ninety percent of the time a heel. I remember watching. It wasn't the last King of the Ring, obviously, but I remember watching the last King of the Ring that I honestly, for gosh darn, remember was King of the Ring, I believe, 09, with William Regal winning it all. What about when Seamus won it all? I don't remember Seamus. He was King Seamus. Yeah, that was like for 90 seconds. I like I honestly I don't remember anything about King Sheamus. I remember his United States Championship run because he wore an American colors for his attire. <laughs> I don't remember King Regal at or sorry, King Sheamus at all. But I remember King Regal. I know what I remember about him is just sitting on the throne like the like he was like a villain. He looked like you know, he didn't have the mask, but he looked like Doctor Doom sitting on that throne. Just like, I mean, that's always good, right? He he owned the moment. Yeah, that's what you want for the King of the Ring. That's what I want. I, I don't want I don't want someone like like because you know Baron Corbin's gonna be all smug about it, right? You know, yeah. if he wins, he's like, be smug about it. It's gonna ha- it's gonna be ba- like I feel like. It can't, like, who else is it going to be? WWE, like, has a boner for Baron Corbin, so. I think it's a great way. Do it to Ricochet, right? I think Ricochet is the great pick. I mean, there's a lot of great picks, but I'm sure they're going to give the, I'm sure it's not going to be one of the great picks in this, in, in, that we think it is, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I'm going to be the optimistic one here, Mikey, and I want to say, it's. I want to say, you know, if Heyman behind the, behind the, the pen, uh, I want to say it's got to be Ricochet. Maybe I want to say it's a, at least a baby face. Yeah, they, they've done they've done too many teases of of champion of like heels sitting on the throne like Elias and McIntyre and 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 uh, Baron that I feel like you know Ricochet is just we we haven't gotten the image of you know someone else. It's like the Money in the Bank Money in the Bank briefcase. If you're holding it, on you the lose. Episode of SmackDown or Raw, you're gonna lose. <laughs> If you sit in the throne early, you lose. 
Yeah, just don't ever sit in there. Like it, like just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode of Hit the Books. Of course, if you like what you hear, you can subscribe anywhere. Uh, that you know, you're, if you're listening to the show, then just there's like a subscribe button. Just hit, click it, hit it, click, click the ticket, or you get a ticket or something. Um, uh, so thank you for joining us. You can follow us at Hit the Books Pod. Um, just a little reminder about our contest, our one year anniversary contest. Oh yeah, Mikey, we were gonna we were going to do a drawing on this episode, but as I was going to bed last night, I had the remembering that we record early. <laughs> <laughs> We record a Thursday, so if the contest open on Tuesday and we record on Thursday, we're not drawing. We're not going to be drawing this episode. That's two days in real lifetime. Yeah, that that was a uh, a little bit of an oversight on our part. Yeah, that's uh, didn't didn't you know? In theory, it makes sense, but uh, no, uh, we'll we'll be we'll be pulling, we'll be drawing uh, for that contest next week on next week's episode. But uh, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, I guess the polls are closed. I guess at this point in this episode, it's closed, right? Um, I think so. Or do people have till Thursday till ne- till next time we record? I think I think we give them a little more time. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you have, as an audience member, that uh, you will have when I open up my calendar and I see the date. It's something in September. Um. You have till September fifth, audience. Oh yeah, uh, to to go to our pin tweet at Hit the Books Pod, and follow us, retweet that pin tweet, and like that pin tweet, and you could win a prize. A prize, Mikey. Tell us what that prize is. So that prize is the first ever Hit the Books T-shirt or a sticker. A sticker, a logo sticker that you can slap on your fridge, your your computer. Your dinner plate, your uh, um, pudding cup, wherever you want to put that sticker, uh, you can. But if you can't put it on your body, because you know what you can put there is a T-shirt. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, I mean, you can put the sticker on your body if you really try. But then hide it with the T-shirt. Yeah. Well, I mean, that per- you're not going to win a T-shirt and a sticker. It's a T-shirt or a sticker. It's, you know, just whoever is drawn first. Yeah. But. If you win both, that would be interesting. If you somehow win both, uh, and you've duplicated, you've made a clone of yourself, then I guess you know I gotta give points for commitment. Oh yeah, definitely, you know, give, definitely mad, mad props for commitment. The maddest of props. Um, but yes, but uh, what else do we have to talk about, Mikey? Before we get to it, um, I saw a thing on Squared Circle that I want to talk to you about. You know, just. Keeping our eyes out on the future of Hit the Books. Um, there is a rumor, according to Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, that um, there might be a potential draft, uh, Raw, SmackDown, maybe NXT draft, uh, when SmackDown Live moves to Fox. Interesting. Um, of course, that is not confirmed yet. Um it's something been talked about backstage, but it hasn't been committed to yet. But obviously, things can change. Um, obviously, Heyman and Bischoff have said in interviews prior that they are both big proponents on separate brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, that's something that they would like to do. And with, of course, NXT coming to USA Network weekly on Wednesdays, um, which is big, big news. Then, um, you know, we have a third brand, essentially. And maybe, you know, have some main roster stars go back down to NXT. Or you know, more people come up to, from NXT. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where it goes. So thoughts on a potential draft, Mikey? I think a draft could be a good thing. I think it could be a really fun and interesting way to get to move people around on rosters and stuff. Now, if that happens in real life, Mikey, are we doing a draft? It feels like we're going to be doing a draft. I mean, we always do a draft. I mean, well, we do a superstar shakeup. We're gonna be going back to the old roots, the first zero episode of the draft, and we're gonna do a real live draft. Real live draft. We're gonna have have uh, snake snake feeding. It's gonna be all fantasy football drafting style. We're gonna have nine people, and it's gonna be snaking back and forth. And I'm gonna pick Andrew Luck up for the XFL, and he's gonna be king of the ring as well. Why not? 
I mean, yeah, mine as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, another point of conversation about that, Mikey, is um, Fox obviously will be moving SmackDown Live to Friday nights. Would this is a little programming note? Are we going to move to Friday's night, Friday nights? We haven't talked about that much, but obviously that's a thing. That could be bold. That could be a bold move. Move with the move with the the real SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or do we hold Tuesday firm? <laughs> Tuesdays are. Do show we stand now. our ground on Tuesday nights? Or we go Wednesday and really fight at NXT and uh, all eight wrestling. <laughs> We're gonna join the, the the Wednesday night wars. Yeah, we're gonna be the ECW of the wars. <laughs> we're gonna be that third brand that's just sitting out sitting outside in the window and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys, we're still here." Can we play too? But yes. Um, what else do we got, Mikey? I got a special surprise segment for you. A special surprise segment. Yes, I want to keep things grooving and flowing, and and I want to show more. I want to test your knowledge, Mikey. Is what I want to do. Oh no! And you know what that? You know how I do that? Uh, I don't know, but I'm scared to find out. With a quiz? No. With a trivia I, quiz? I want to test your. Knowledge. I'm not I good wanna, at quizzes. Pumping. I'm terrible at quizzes. It's uh, it's. I want to get us pumping and flowing and going. Uh, I want to you know sprinkle in some of this pre-show nonsense into this episode. And according to QuizCenter.com. This trivia quiz titled Every WWE Fan Should Be Able to Score Over 50% on This Wrestling Quiz. Oh, no. I'm going to lose so, because that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, reading it over, I think he'll do fine. But um, uh, let's oh, see I'm how terrible on the spot, though. So uh, some of these have multiple choice. Some of these aren't multiple choice. So I, I think you'll pick up a lot of these correct answers. So let's go through it. Are you ready, Mikey? I guess so. Question number one. Who ended The Undertaker's undefeated WrestleMania streak? Brock Lesnar. Easy. Number two. Who was the first ever Universal Champion? Finn Balor. Correct. Which legend joined The Shield in a rare match? Kurt Angle? Correct. I know Triple H did it as well at one time, too. That's why. That's fair. Um, But that was at a house show. That doesn't count. Who is the first ever female Money in the Bank winner? Uh, I should know this. It was like, a, was it was it Alexa Bliss? No, it is not. I do Damn. have four. If you have trouble, I do these. All these questions are multiple choice. So now is a perfect time. If you have trouble, ask for the multiple choice, Maggie. Yeah, give me the multiple choice. Uh, is it A. Charlotte Flair, B. Carmella, C. Alexa Bliss? Oh, it was e. Carmella. Bailey. It was Carmella. It was Carmella. Well, technically, it was James Ellsworth, but... But it was Carmella. Uh, it was Carmella. Um, moving right along. Mikey, how you feeling so far? Uh, I feel like I'm doing okay. Okay, moving on. What is the name of John Cena's finisher? The Attitude Adjustment? Of course. Which McMahon family member has never won a championship? Vince? Or Steph? It's either Vince or Steph. Do you want that multiple choice? Yeah. Well, Vince. like no, I feel like I feel like that's that's gonna be like Vince, Steph, Shane, and who's the who would be the fourth person in that family member? Triple H? No, I don't know. Linda, Linda McMahon is is oh number, is well answer number D. I feel like I'm gonna say Linda McMahon, but then it's gonna be like nope, she won this one really obscure title a while ago. Then what's your guess, Mikey? Vince, Shane, Stephanie, or Linda? I'm gonna go with Linda. Linda is correct. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Which active tag team broke the record for longest tag team championship in WWE history? Is it the New Day? Do you want the multiple choice or are you going for the New Day? Let's go with the multiple choice just to be is safe. It a, New Day. B, Usos. C, Cesaro and Sheamus. Or D, the Hardys. I'm between New Day and the Hardys, I think. What active tag team broke the record for longest tag team championship reign in WWE history? I'm going to go with New Day. New Day is correct. Nice. Who did Sting face in his first and only WrestleMania match? It was Triple H. Correct. How are you feeling, Mikey? I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like I at least scored over 50%. That's fair. 
Who won the first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Was oh, it crap. Sh- was it A, Sheamus, B, Cesaro, C, Big Show, or D, Baron Corbin? Big Show? Big Show is incorrect. It is Cesaro. Oh, damn. I'm sorry, Mikey. You remember sorry, the, 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 Andre the, jo- the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royals usually mean nothing, so I don't even pay attention to them. That's fair. Cesaro won the first one. I believe Big Show won the second one. Baron Corbin won the third. And I want to say Matt Hardy was the... No, Mojo Raleigh, then Matt Hardy. And then whoever won it last time. Oh, yeah. Remember when Mojo Raleigh existed? Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> Next question. Who inducted Goldberg into the WWE Hall of Fame? I was... I... Was it... Was it A, Sting, B, Triple H, C, Brock Lenzer, or D, Paul Heyman? I'm going to go with Triple H. Triple H is incorrect. He was, in fact, Paul Heyman. Yeah, I had no idea. I don't watch the Paul of Fame ceremonies either. Who did Mark Henry defeat to win his first world championship? Was it A, John Cena, B, Sheamus, C, Randy Orton, or D, Daniel Bryan? John Cena. John Cena's incorrect. It was in fact Randall Keith Orton. Yep, I'm starting to lose it. Mikey, you're 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 freaking out, Mikey. Yep, I'm starting to lose it. These questions are starting to get harder and I'm starting to lose it. Who did Ronda Rousey team with in her first WWE match? Kurt Angle. Correct. Ooh, moving on, Mikey, how are you feeling? Not as great as I was earlier. Who ended Asuka's undefeated streak in WWE? Charlotte Flair. Correctamundo. I was with you that night. Yeah. You were watching that. We were wrest- we were watching that WrestleMania together. Who did AJ Styles defeat to win his first WWE Championship? Can I get the multiple choice? Was it A. John Cena? B. Randall Keith Orton? Was it C. It says redacted, but it looks like it spells out Dean Ambrose. Or was it D. Jinder Mahal? Um, okay, by WWE Championship, do we mean, like, his first title or his first actual WWE Championship? Like, his first title in WWE? I believe his first title in WWE was the WWE Championship. Oh, I thought it was the United States. I think, I know, I think he won the WWE Championship first. I can double-check that for you, but I believe they're, in this question specifically, they're talking about the WWE Championship. Was it John Cena? Uh, I don't think it was. Was it John Cena? Incorrect. I, Dean yeah, Ambrose. I didn't think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Dean Ambrose was the correct answer here. Um, when it talks about titles, Mikey, uh, the first ever championship that AJ Styles held in WWE was, in fact, the WWE Championship. Oh, interesting. Yes, he then had the United States Championship twice then the WWE Championship again, and then now the United States Championship for a third time. Cool. Moving on to the next question. Who did Dolph Ziggler team with to win the Raw Tag Team Championship in 2018? Drew McIntyre. Correct, Mundo. Who did the Miz face in a WrestleMania main event? Okay. Multiple choice, please. Was it... Was it A, Daniel Bryan, B, John Cena, C, Randy Orton, or D, The Rock? I want to say Daniel Bryan, but I don't think that was a WrestleMania match. You know what? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is committed. It is incorrect. John Cena. I knew it. I knew I was like, I knew it wasn't WrestleMania, but I also just thought it was a safe pick. The Miz walked in as WWE Champion and walked out WWE Champion. Fun fact, during the match, he suffered a concussion, so he doesn't remember winning the match. Yikes. <laughs> Good thing they have health care. Ooh, never mind. Ooh, sorry. Who is the first ever SmackDown Live Women's Champion? Charlotte Flair. Incorrect, Becky Lynch. I immediately thought Charlotte Flair because... When isn't she? See her. She she she's SmackDown Live Women's Champion ninety five percent of the time. Which wrestler has never won a tag team title with Matt Hardy? This one I'm gonna get, have to give you the multiple choice. Here. Yeah. Was it 
A, Jeff Hardy, B, Bray Wyatt, C, Jason Jordan, or D, MVP? Jason Jordan. Correct answer. Who ended Bray Wyatt's WWE Championship reign? Okay. Multiple choice me. Was it A, Randy Orton, B, John Cena, C, Roman Reigns, or D, Finn Balor? I think it was Randy Orton. Is Randy Orton your final answer? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, and last question before we go back to booking our show, to the actual show. Who did Kevin Owens pin to win the Universal Championship? Who did Kevin Owens pin to win the Universal Championship? Oh, jeez. Was it A, Seth Rollins, B, Roman Reigns, C, Dean Ambrose, or D, Big Cat? Oh, wait, I remember this. It was Seth Rollins because Triple H turned on Seth Rollins and gave it to Owens. That was correct, Mikey. Uh, when we come back, we have more, many more questions for this quiz um, when we come back from our commercial break. But before we go to commercial break, Mikey, we're going to book, obviously. We're going to do the main show. Yeah. So let's do the main show. Mikey, it's our second-to-last episode before No Mercy, our pay-per-view coming up. Um, of course, that pay-per-view is going to be aired on... September 15th. Nice. So this is our second to last episode before then, Mikey. And we have the card all booked. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, let's do it. The New Day opens SmackDown Live. Wood says they they talked last week over as a group, and as much as he, him and E don't think Kobe putting his career on the line is a good idea, they are brothers, and they're going to support him no matter what. Big E says, besides, this man is a veteran in the ring. He's been doing this for 11 years. He's an 11-time tag team champion, three-time United States champion, and four-time Intercontinental champion. But if y'all need a reminder, Woods and I put together a little something special for you guys. And he cuts to a highlight reel of Kofi's career. It plays, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's happy and gives Kofi a big old cheer. Uh, Kofi thanks Woods and E for their support, but seeing all of his career highlights really reminds him that he never won the big one. He's never had the gold around his waist, but this Sunday, it's going to change. Kofi turns to the hard camera, calls out Pete Dunne. Kofi says he's let no opportunity stop him, and he doesn't care how great his opponent is. At no mercy, he is going to make his career count and win the big one, the WWE Championship. Woods and E hoist Kofi on their shoulders, and I'm assuming parade around and chant and be happy. And throw pancakes into the crowd and... And whatnot. Yep, sounds about right. I I love it. I love it. It's sort of a, a this is your life kind of segment. Yeah, except better. Get dunked on. The Rock? I think is that who you're dunking on? For this is your life. Yeah, didn't wasn't that Mick Foley and The Rock? Oh, I was thinking about the Alexa Bliss Bailey one. Oh yeah, that one was garbage. <laughs> that one was straight up garbage. That's why I was like, but better. Yeah, this one, this one, I like it. It's sort of just a highlight reel, and it just Kofi has gotten like he's his he's pinpoint focus on the WWE Championship oh, yeah. at No Mercy. He's got his sights set. Let's move on to the next match, which is Natalia versus Nia Jax, with of course Alexa Bliss in her corner. Uh, this is a continuation of last week, where if Jax wins this match, she will be added to the No Mercy Women's Title Match, making a triple threat. Between Natalia, Nia Jax, and Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. The odds would not be in Natalia's corner. But it should be said the odds were in her corner this match. Because as the the penman... The penman? The, the penman of the women's division, Mikey. I picked Natalia picks up the win here. Bold move. Uh, uh, Jax's failure to win is in part of a failed distraction attempt by Alexa Bliss. Interesting. So Natalia picks up the victory, and a no mercy. It's going to be one on one. Alexa Bliss versus Natalia. A little tension there, possibly. A little, a little, a little tension. A little, a little tension there. Interesting. Maybe there's tension. I mean, I'm not saying confirm or whether or not there is tension, but it it was a failed distraction attempt by Alexa Bliss, which you know, of course, Jax distracted Natalia in her match last week which allowed Alexa Bliss to win. Um, this week, Bliss failed her distraction, which failed Nia Jax to win, which got Natalia to win. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, who knows? Maybe, will Jax be in Alexa Bliss's corner at No Mercy, I guess, is part of the question. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Let's move on. Let's keep, mo- let's keep moving and grooving. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's move on to the next one. All right. So next up, we got an in-ring interview with Rey Mysterio on his thoughts on the Velveteen Dream. Mysterio says that Dream is an amazing kid and has a bright future ahead of him, but he needs to remember that recognition is earned and not demanded by the WWE Universe. Dream interrupts and says when he, when Dream beats the King of Lucha Libre, the WWE Universe will finally recognize the true, who the true King of WWE is. Not a pipsqueak in a mask, but a wrestling icon. Since coming back to WWE, Mysterio hasn't done a thing, while the Velveteen Dream has just been turning heads every week. Velveteen Dream says, I'm a star, Ray. You're a has-been. Then Dream swipes at Mysterio and beats him down. Mysterio makes a comeback and attempts a 619, but the Dream counters it and leaves. We got a little, little, a little heat brewing. Oh yeah, just a little bit. Just, just the, the, the pot is boiling between these two. Oh yeah, it was on a simmer. Now it's, now it's starting to boil over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where this match is headed. Of course, it's heading to a match, but how is it going to play out? Who is going to win? Will it be Velveteen Dream? Will it be Rey Mysterio? I can't wait to find out. It's going to be a great, great match. Let's move on to the next match, which is Finn Balor versus Eric Young. All right. Finn all right. Balor, of course, l- losing last week his match against Cesaro. And now he is facing a former 24-7 champion, Eric Young. Ooh, okay. We got a nice and match here with Finn Balor. And who picked up the win here, Mikey? That win goes to Eric Young. Ooh, okay. Balor can't seem to get it together here, huh? You and I decided um, previously, because we both already knew the story we are trying to tell here, Eric Young picks up the victory over Finn Balor. A huge mm-hmm. victory for Eric Young. Oh, yeah, quite a big victory for him. Uh, I'm glad he got this big win. He kind of needed it. Yeah, he was not doing anything since Sanity ended. Yeah. But he's been introduced, and now he is a win over Finn Balor. Finn Balor, uh, last week he was visibly upset, Mikey. I imagine, you know, he's probably more angry. Yeah, I would imagine so. He's probably pretty pissed off now. I wonder what he's going to do. How is he going to fix this, this losing streak? It's a big, big loss here for Balor. He's got to figure out how, how he's going to get his momentum back. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we got English and Elias coming out to address the WWE Universe. They say the days of singing singing about pointless crap just to appeal to all of you heathens is over. However, robbing the world of the immense amount of talent between the two of them <laughs> would just be criminal. Please keep going. <laughs> they start to play a song about how crappy the town is, rag on the sports teams, and how Heavy Machinery are just two idiots whose win last week was a fluke. Heavy Machinery come out and interrupt the music and storm the ring. English and Elias bolt out of the ring and head up the entrance ramp. Heavy Machinery grab mics and challenge English and Elias to another match at No Mercy to prove that their win was more than just a fluke. Wow, I love that segment. <laughs> I, I love that so much. Oh my god. Uh but that's official. A match of no mercy. English Elias versus Heavy Machinery. Yep. I like that, Mikey. As 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 you are the penman of the tag division, I like what you're building here. Thank you. And I love however robbing the world of the immense amount of talent would be criminal. <laughs> so funny (laughs) that is so funny oh my gosh when we come back mikey we'll talk about the rest of our card along with some more trivia questions for mikey yeah i want to i want to i want to test your knowledge i want to make sure that you are a stone cold steve austin fan (laughs) good (laughs) good when we come back we'll hear all about it we'll be right back 
Gentlemen, we are back. Mikey, I got more trivia questions for you. More? I wanted to mix up mix up the show a little bit, and I got some more trivia questions for you. Ryan, I don't know if I can handle any more, bud. Which of these wrestlers has defeated Triple H at WrestleMania? Goldust, Batista, Chris Jericho, or Sheamus? Uh, sh- this is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this is rough. Um, Seamus? Seamus is incorrect. Batista was the correct answer. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Remember correctly, this is when Batista uh, turned against Evolution and won the World Heavyweight Championship against Triple H at a WrestleMania. Ooh, nice. Who was the first pick in the 2016 WWE Draft? The, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Was it A, Seth Rollins, B, Dean Ambrose, C, Charlotte Flair, or D, AJ Styles? I'm going to go with AJ Styles. AJ Styles is incorrect. It was, in fact, Seth Rollins. Damn it. That was what I was. That was what my gut was telling me, too, and I went against it. Which member of New Day has not won a singles title in WWE? It's Woods. Correct answer. Yeah. Correct answer. Moving right along, which member of the Wyatt family did the rock face at WrestleMania? Um, Bray Wyatt. Incorrect. Eric Rowan. Damn it. Bray Wyatt, if I remember correctly, was injured during this time, and Rowan ended up facing the rock. Big yikes. It, of course, was a squash match, but, you know, big red Eric Rowan face the rock and no one else has yikes (laughs) which of these wrestlers has never won a royal rumble match chris jericho edge sheamus or alberto del rio jericho jericho is correct i know some things what is the name of braun Strowman's first ever tag team partner (laughs) uh what was that kid's name? Nicholas? <laughs> Correct answer. Which of these wrestlers was managed by Paul Heyman? Was it A, Curtis Axel, B, Bo Dallas, C, Sheamus, or D, Luke Harper? Uh, it was Curtis Axel. That is correct. That is correct, Mikey. Moving right along, who did Daniel Bryan defeat to win his first World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, choices? Was it A, Mark Henry, B, Big Show, C, Randy Orton, or D, John Cena? Was it... It was... So it was Mark Henry, John Cena, and what were the other two? Big Show, Randy Orton. I think it was Randy Orton. Is incorrect. It was Big Show. Damn. It was when uh, he had the Money in the Bank briefcase. I believe Big Show beat Mark Henry, and then Daniel Bryan cashed it in to win the title. All right, cool. Which NXT wrestler did not win the NXT championship? A, Kevin Owens, B, Sami Zayn, C, Finn Balor, or D, Hideo Itami? Hideo Itami. Yeah, that's an easy one. What a sad sight for Hideo. I'm so so sorry for him. But as a new member of Bullet Club, maybe uh, Kenta's got a lot of stuff on the horizon. Yeah, hopefully. Which wrestler did Chad Gable team with to win the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship? Uh, was it Jason Jordan? Correctamundo. Who did Jerry Lawler face in his only WrestleMania match? Was it Michael Cole? Correct. Do you know the winner of that match? Michael Cole. Correct answer. He is undefeated. Yep. He won the one and then never again. Who was in a faction with Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville? Paige, right? Because it was Absolution. Correct answer. Correct answer. Which wrestler is a forgotten member of DX? Is it A... I'm going to give you these because I didn't even know this answer. Is it A, Tori, B, Deborah, C, Ken Shamrock, or D, D'Lo Brown? 
I have no idea. Can you go through the answers one more time? Is it A, Tori? B, Deborah? C, Ken Shamrock? Or D, D'Lo Brown? Is it D'Lo Brown? Is incorrect. The correct answer was Tori. Okay, yeah, I had no, I had literally no idea. That was a shot in the dark. Me neither. I was like, ah. That was for sure a shot in the dark. Yeah, that was a, that was a rough one right there. Uh, which wrestler did Nia Jax eliminate in the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble match? Who did she eliminate? Yes. Options. Is it A, Ali, B, Dolph Ziggler, C, Randy Orton, or D, Dean Ambrose? Um, It was Ali, right? That is correct. Yeah, because everyone was pissed. Who lost the United States Championship at WrestleMania 34? Was it A, Bobby Roode, B, Randy Orton, C, Rusev, or D, Jinder Mahal? Wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Rusev. As he lost the United States Championship? Yep. That is incorrect. It was Randy Orton. Damn. I believe he lost it to Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Incredible. Who won the first season of Mixed Match Challenge? Oh, I know this one. Give me the options, though. A, our truth Oh, it was Miz and Asuka. That is correct. I knew I knew it. That, okay, and that was the last one, Mikey. Oh, thank goodness. We're ready to see your result. Yeah, I can't wait. You got... 76% correct. All right, I did it. The average score being 69%. Nice. Mikey, settle. Nice, 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 nice. So you got over 50. Mikey, how do you feel about it? Uh, I guess I'm a true real-life WWE fan now. <laughs> it's official. It's You're official. A I'm a fan. Congratulations. I'm, fi- I'm an official fan. I'm not a fake fan. Thank goodness. Let's get back to the main show. Let's get back to the us. Reading out our booking booking results. Making the booking results of our SmackDown Live episode. Mm-hmm. Mikey, take it away. All right. Next up, we have The Pure versus The Street Profits. We have, well, The, the Pure being uh, The Revival versus The Street Profits. Uh, and we have the, the Revival winning the match. And following the match... Brian hypes up Dawson and Wilder's title match at No Mercy, saying that they will take the tag team title belt back from AOP and purify the tag team division. But he has his own personal goal, No Mercy. You see, the face of professional wrestling, the face of a professional wrestling company should not be a sports entertainer. It should be a real prof- it should be a real professional wrestler. Someone who has honed their craft in this ring making works of art out of submission holds, striving for WWE championships. It should be me. I am the face of WWE. Roman Reigns is a run-of-the-mill ex-football player that is destroying the sanctity of the squared circle. At no mercy, I will purify the WWE by defeating Roman Reigns. Oof, baboof. Oh, yeah. That's a classic oof, baboof right there. I, I like in this, um, this twisted Daniel Bryan. That yeah, we've that we've built. He was just obsessed with being the best. Upset with not only being the best, but wanting to like, you know, like we said, purify the WWE. He wants to get rid of the disease, whatever you know, whatever how he defines. But now he's calling himself the face of WWE, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, he was the face of WWE arguably at one point in time, but he's not really anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, it all goes coincides with like all of this this whole Daniel Bryan coincides with him turning heel with because like he got injured you know and like all, all all stems back from him being forced to retire by the WWE yep right that's all this character is 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 all the roots are all planted in that exact moment where he's forced to give up his dream yeah definitely and now he's like out for blood. Out for blood and out for guts. And out for maybe not guts because he's a he's a vegan, but 
Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want meat. Or I mean, he doesn't even want blood, really. Yeah, I guess. He, he out for plants. <laughs> He's out for plants. He's gonna run into the audience and just beat up all the people that work for WWE. <laughs> there it is. Let's move right along, Mikey, to our 24-7 title segment, which we cannot figure out until we know who our 24-7 champion is. Yep. Let's see who it is. I have that randomizer booted up for us. All right. And hit it, it, Ryan. It, it is loading. It. <laughs> oh, well, uh, he... <laughs> the former 24-7 champion did, in fact, retain. Wow. That's the second week in a row. Robert Roode is still the 24-7 champion. Wow, Robert Roode, our best 24-7 champion so far. If he did, if he lost it, it would have been rating. Titus O'Neil. Um, congrats to Robert Roode, I guess. Our our longest reigning 24-7 champion. He's getting quite the push. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so how does how is this Robert Roode? How, what are we doing here in this 24-7 title segment? What are we doing here? Hmm. Does Heath Slater call him out again and he... Are we doing the fifth inaugural? I believe it's the fifth inaugural. Yeah. Uh... No, it would be the sixth inaugural 24-7 <laughs> championship call out. Uh, maybe he... I don't know. What happens here? How does Robert Roode retain? Does he just... What if he just shows up and kind of just laughs at Heath Slater for trying to challenge him? He's like, you challenging me? That's hilarious. You haven't won a single one of these yet. This is, you said your sixth inaugural? Yeah. Stop it. Quit while you're behind. Um... And maybe Slater's like, well, then come if you think I'm so bad, then come down to this ring. Then and I'll um, show you who I'll show you who's who's bad. <laughs> I'll show you who's bad, and it's if you. So confident and confused. I'll show you who's bad. It's you. Uh, then Robert Roode walks down to the ring. Then someone runs up behind him to try to pin him. Yeah, and then he he kind of just runs away and gets away. Yeah, Slater chases him. To pin him. He he kicks out of the roll up and then runs away. Yeah, Keith Slater chases after him. Yep. Who who try who makes that pin attempt? Uh, hmm. Who was who was in the who was in this mess last week? It was Eric Young. Hmm. It's a little busy. I was gonna vote either Victor or Connor. I like that. Let's get, yeah, get them on. Let's get Victor. What about Victor and Connor? What about what if Victor tries to go for the pin and then Connor breaks it up? <laughs> I like that. And then that's how uh, Rude gets away. And Rude gets away because then they're fighting. Heath Slater runs after Rude, bounces off of the ascension. Rude gets away. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh my god, that's so good. It's perfect. Perfect, Mikey. Seal awesome. it seal it with a kiss. Mwah. A chef's kiss. <laughs> Let's move on to the next matchup, which is the women's match of Charlotte Flair versus Shayna Baszler with special guest referee Ruby Riot. Okay. Now like I said, Mikey, I'm the penman. <laughs> I am the penman. Of the women's division. And I voted with my hands, I guess, and my brain. This match will end in a no contest. And, of course, you can veto me. But the reasons I said this is that during the match, you know, of course, there's a lot of heatedness, you know, going to this match. Both Charlotte Flair and Ruby Wright wanted this match. Charlotte Flair was granted it. Ruby Wright and Shayna Baszler coming off of a huge feud. Shayna Baszler getting the victory in the last last leg of it. Mm-hmm. During the, you know, there's, so there's probably still some, you know, boiled blood. Boiled? Oh, God. Boiled blood. That is a terrible Scottish dish. Um, but I've decided that uh, my, my pitch here is that during the match, Shayna Baszler goes to choke out Ruby Riot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she, I imagine there's some tension throughout the match. And then at the, la- the closing stretch or whatever, Baszler chokes, starts choking out Ruby Riot. When Riot drops to a knee, Flair hits Baszler with a big old boot, you know, to the, to the noggin. Mm-hmm. Flair then goes to apply the figure four leg lock on Shayna Baszler. But before she does, she flashes the four horsewoman sign at Baszler. Okay. Um, and then, but before she can get that figure four leg lock hooked in, Riot spears Flair. Whoa. And then Riot walks out, standing tall, leaves the carnage behind. And, of course, later in the show, um, we announce, maybe after this match or after the next thing, we announce, or social media, whatever, announce at No Mercy, Shayna Baszler versus Ruby Riot versus Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match at No Mercy. I love it. Yeah, thoughts on this match, Mikey? What a, what a, what a crazy thing this feud has become. Right? It's been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. I, I had concerns about about I, I guess people could say people have said shoehorning Charlotte Flair into the feud. Maybe a little. But I think, but maybe, maybe a little. Fine. But I think I found a natural way to to infuse her in. Yeah, I think so. To keep Riot and Baszler going, but adding a new wrinkle. Mm-hmm. And from and to peek behind the curtain and to keep Charlotte Flair out of the title scene. Good call. Like get get her out of there. <laughs> That's like a lot of a lot of I'm what I'm thinking about in booking Mikey is like a lot of like a lot of it is just like trying to get people away from title pictures like Charlotte Flair or something. Mm-hmm. You know, or like I guess sort of like Daniel Bryan and Roman, you know, get them out of the title picture we're having them feud for apparently nine million months. <laughs> But we're finally getting it, assuming no injuries. Knock on wood. It's finally happening. Knock on wood, assuming no injuries. I'm, I'm just ahead. excited it's happening, hopefully. Yeah. Um, But a lot of it is just, like, getting people out of the title picture. It's just Roman – because arguably, Roman should be in the title picture. He is our one of our biggest stars. He has been rising every week on our star power and – all of our polls and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's our biggest star right now, I'd argue. Yeah, uh, I mean, that makes sense. But yes, no contest here, and we'll see the contest at No Mercy. Mikey, let's keep going. Yeah. All right. I know where we are. I'm trying to figure... There we go. I'm trying to find the place to click it so I can read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got a backstage interview with Roman Reigns, who, accept Daniel, who accepts Daniel Bryan's challenge. He says that he has put in the time in this com- he's put in the time in the company and I- he has worked hard to get where he is today just like Daniel Bryan. I paid my dues and gave my blood. Sorry. I paid my dues, I gave my blood, sweat and tears to be at the top to be the top dog today and I could prove that to Daniel Bryan at no mercy. I I love the misspoke of I gave my blood like he's a blood donor <laughs> to WWE. <laughs> I gave I gave my blood to the company. I've donated blood before. I I gave them a jar of sweat. You know they weren't asking for it, and I just plopped it on Vince McMahon's desk. <laughs> I he said I think he said it was a power move, and I think that's why I'm WWE champion. <laughs> he says he likes that stuff. Um. Hey, no stealing a young bucks pit. <laughs> Um, yes, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan looks to be happening at No Mercy. Yeah. I guess it's I guess it's officially official, right? It's officially official. It's officially official, everybody. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. We have quite the card building here. We'll talk all about it when we finish the show. And the reason we're going to do that is because we got one last match, Mikey. One last match. And that is the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, fatal three-way. A fatal three-way? Yes. One person will die. Do you mean a triple threat? <laughs> no, I don't. 
this is a match gimmick where not the person that wins, not the person that is pinned, that third tertiary person will get murdered by the by the hot dog vendor. By the hot dog vendor? Yeah, it happens to be Kane, and the manager happens to be Sarah Logan. This is truly a threatening three-way. Fatal three-way, Mikey. There's nothing threatening about it. Someone will die. Right, you need the alliteration or else it doesn't work. Um, this number one contender Intercontinental Championship match for Andrade's Intercontinental title will be happening in our main event, and that match takes place between Rusev, Ali, and Ricochet, the men of one name. The bet. They're all facing <laughs> off. They're all fighting to get their first names back. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mikey, we gotta make we gotta decide what's happening in our main event. Who will be facing Andrade? That's a big. That's a toughie. There are three very good competitors here. A little bit of back history, Mikey. Uh, of course, Ricochet had it for like two days, the Intercontinental Championship, winning it off of Pete Dunne. Andrade won it back off of Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Has held it since. Ali, you know, has been traded up to SmackDown Live. He has a pinfall victory over Andrade. Um, but has lost to Rusev, who has a pinfall victory over Ali. Now, Ricochet, of course, uh, has been sort of teaming with Ali, um, and I don't think he's ever gone one-on-one against Rusev. I can double-check that real quick. But, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of entanglement here happening tonight. Yeah, uh, it was, it's kind of, kind of wild. Uh, we have the Intercontinental Champion on Rusev's side, Ali and Ricochet in the same match against each other, but they're technically on the same side. Yeah, but I'm sure there's going to be some friendly-ass competition. Yeah. But we got to pick who wins. Who will be facing Andrade at no mercy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's Rusev, right? I don't, yeah, it's, I think you're right. It's either Ali or Ricochet. It's definitely not Rusev. Yeah. We can't have a heel versus heel sort of thing there. But Ricochet Ali. That's the question here. Hmm. Do we give Ali the rub, the quick rub, or do we keep, or do we get, have Ricochet get his revenge? And potential title back. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, I like Ricochet. I like Ricochet versus Andrade. That sounds like a money match right there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali being the upstart new guy, you know, having a title victory over Andrade. Um. You know, if he wins this match, it's like, oh, crap, Ali has a really good shot of winning the Intercontinental Championship. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you know, Ricochet also has a good shot. Uh, Yeah, of course. But I guess Ali is more concrete, I guess you could say. Yeah. Hmm. Both very similar, of course. Um... But who do we go with? I think we go with Ricochet. You're thinking Ricochet? I'm thinking Ricochet. Why is that? I'm thinking Ricochet because he's probably pissed off he lost his title so quickly. And he, I think he's he's the most motivated in this match because of that. And I think we can get a good Ali Ricochet match later for the title down the line. Ooh, that's yeah, I can see that. You know, his intent for the open challenge was, of course, for Ali. Yeah, so they could have like an actual match, you know, at TLC, the next pay per view or whatever. Yeah, or make it a big old fatal four way. A big old fatal four way could be also very fun. Fatal four-way ladder match. 
Ooh. Oh my god. You, yeah, you even have Ricochet lose. I mean, that's. But what about Ali though? I'm sort of leaning towards Ali, I should say. I I I'm I'm sort of leaning towards Ali. Okay. And I think it's the reason being is because I said fatal four way ladder match. Yes. That could be very good. And I can't well, I guess it could work either way. But I guess my concern is is Ricochet if it's Ricochet Andrade, and what if Ricochet loses? Right. Mm-hmm. If if we decide that Ricochet loses at No Mercy against Andrade, then my brain would think that he would then have to to stay in the picture title picture. He would have to lose in a cheaty fashion. Yeah. Because he cannot lose clean. But Ali could lose clean. Yeah, and still be okay because he got his open challenge interrupted. Mm-hmm. Plus, he still has a pinfall victory, so now they're one and one. Yeah. Okay, I think I think Ali makes more sense then. Because I, well, I mean, but then we also obviously we could also pick Ricochet to win the whole, you know, win the match. Then Andrade, Rusev, and Ali are all thrown together into a fatal four way. I just, I, I, I really like the idea of the fatal four way. I know. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more it it, it 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 foams at the mouth for me. Yeah. Um, and I think if we want to get to that fatal four way, I think Ali is the correct choice here. Ali? Mm-hmm. Prince Ali or King Ali? I'm not even going to answer that question. That's fair enough. Um, okay, so then Ali pins whom, Mikey? That's the question we have to answer. Uh, Ali pins Rusev. Yeah, that feels like the easy answer. Yeah. He gets, uh, he gets the... Uh, Revenge pin from last week. Mm-hmm. And Ricochet is still floating on the outside. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, real quick, you can cut this out of the podcast. Uh, Revival versus Street Profits. Who pins whom? Uh, Dawson pins... Um... Dawson pins Dawkins. <laughs> That's yeah, I like that just because it's funny. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Just because well, it's, fu- go, Mikey, just cause it's funny and hard is... to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh there we go, Mikey. Our card is set. Um we have lots of matches already made for No Mercy. To list that off real quickly, that is English in no particular order, I should say, of course. Um, that is English and Elias versus Heavy Machinery, Natalia versus Alexa Bliss, Ruby Riot versus Shayna Baszler versus Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, Andrade versus Ali, and Pete Dunne versus Kofi Kingston, title versus career. What a card. And we have two more. Well, has it been official yet? AOP Revival? Has that been made official? I think so. Okay, At this point, I is, think so. Okay, that has also been made official. Of course, that match could be changed or altered to add other people or not. Who knows? All of these matches could be changed and altered, I should say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cards subject to change. Cards <laughs> subject to change. Uh, everyone's going to get injured. And we just have one more match, uh, or at least segment, to plop in the show. Yep. And we'll, f- I, we'll find out what that is next week. Yeah, definitely. But before we go, Mikey, there's one thing left to do. The dreaded randomizer. That's right, the randomizer, the thing that makes our show realistic. Mikey, I want to say it's your turn. All right. Because I believe I drafted the Street Profits last week. Well, we we both did it last week. Oh, you're right, for our one-year anniversary. 
So that brings it back. Um, you you just pull it. Okay, sounds you good. Just, you just pull it. We'll just figure it out from there. All right, here we go. Hitting the randomizer. Not now. Oh no, we have a minor injury. No, no, I knocked on wood though. Minor, minor. It could be worse. Okay, what does the minor injury read? Uh, roll a d whatever to see the wrestler gets hurt, then a d four minus one to see how long they're out. Okay, okay. So that's Natalia Jax is two, Balor Young is four. Uh, Dawson Wilder six, Ford Dawkins is. Eight. Um, are we including Slater, Rude, Victor, and Connor? Sure. Slater, well, not not Rude. Slater. Slater doesn't really do anything. Okay. Uh, Rude, Victor, Connor is eleven. Flair, Baszler. I'm going to include Riot. Yeah, that's fair. Is fourteen. Uh, Rusev, Ali, Ricochet is 17 17 competitors uh mikey do you got a d4 on you do i yes actually i do okay i'll roll that d17 if you want to roll that d4 for me all right here we go hold on let me get the d4 out of the thing there we go okay right, here we go roll your d17 and i'll roll my d4 one two three go i've rolled i've rolled my d17 okay and the the answer is 15 which is Rusev. All right. My answer is three. Three minus one. Rusev is injured for two weeks. Two weeks. He's missing. No mercy. Pay per view. Missing no mercy. That's fine. We didn't have him on the he show. He wasn't in a match, so I think that's okay. He actually had a canceled match. <laughs> so that's good. I guess it's it's more it's even more officially canceled his match. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rusev is on the inactive roster list. He is injured for two weeks. We'll see him on the return home for to return home show for uh, SmackDown Live. Mm -hmm. So good on you, Rusev. (laughs) See ya, buddy. Bye, dude. Bye, big old bye. Well, that is our show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. Six, five to seven meatballs allowed. Yeah, um, five which, to seven. Of course, stars re- translates to meatballs. Mm-hmm. So that it's only that much. If n- nothing else, nothing less. Yeah, no, please, please give us either five or six or seven. That's it. Yes. Yes, and if you're only allowed five, then yeah, put that. But at the very least, seven. Yes. Um, also, you can subscribe to our show. Which, you know, if you're listening to the show, you can hit that little subscribe button, whatever that button looks like. You can hit it and get more content like this in the future. If you want more of our thoughts and prayers, <laughs> I don't know why I said that, you can follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, of course, we are doing a one-year anniversary contest. What you can win if you win is a first-ever Hit the Books t-shirt and a first-ever Hit the Books sticker with our logo stuff on it. You can check out all of that in the pin tweet at Hit the Books Pod. You can enter that contest by following our Twitter page and retweeting and liking that pin tweet. Again, at Hit the Books Pod to enter. At Hit the Books Pod on Twitter, you can also vote in our Excitimeter and booking polls every Monday and Wednesday. Um, what else do we got for our audience, Mikey? Well... We've got a YouTube channel that you could follow. It's Hit the Books Podcast, where you could find our 2K outcomes and Ryan's show system check for AEW, where he predict. Would you like to do a quick, quick elevator pitch of system check? Yeah, I can do a quick elevator pitch for system check. System check is apparently a, is a preview show for All Elite Wrestling's brand of products. Uh, uh, we go through the. St- the, the preview and think about who is the most likely winner based on stats alone 
for All Elite Wrestling's various shows. So, uh, of course, All Out, by the time this recording is, uh, or this episode has been posted, All Out has already taken place. Mm-hmm. But there is, of course, a system check for that episode, for All Out, I should say, on YouTube, on Audio Boom or whatever. Um, so you can listen to that uh, to get more of a preview, to yeah. understand more of what we're talking about. Yeah. Also in 2020, coming to the YouTube channel, possibly. Uh, still, still finding its platform. Yeah, still still trying to find its platform. But at least one episode for sure uh, is going to be Mikey's Indie 500, where I watch 500 indie matches in the year 2020 and review them all. Uh, I'm going to review 9 to 10 per week, and I'm going to have a weekly show where I review a bunch of matches. Uh, she is slowly building the lat list, and you can help uh, attribute to that list by using the hashtag HTB500. HTB500. Tweet at us at HitTheBooksPod, hashtag HTB500. Mm-hmm. How about Mikey? And help yeah. his list. Yeah. Tweet me all your favorite indie matches, please. And that's it for this episode. For Mikey, I'm Brian. We'll leave you with these two words. Book it. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.